It is Monday, May 2nd in the NBA, and we are back with our favorite plays. We got two game ones on. We got the Heat versus the Sixers, and we got the Mavericks versus the Suns. I got my favorite best bets for both of these two games coming down. Now, you might be a little bit concerned. You're like, Austin, what's going on over here? And if you are new to the call on our shot channel, I appreciate you for tuning in. So make sure you hit that subscribe button if you are new. Now, we are in a different location. You saw me in, uh, what were we? We were in Michigan for the last video. We're in South Carolina, this one, ready for a wedding. We're all decked out and ready to go, but that doesn't mean the videos are going to stop. This video is going live on, what, Sunday night, right after those two games went down. So unfortunately, can't recap both the plays. I do know Drew Holiday did go over, and we did have his under. We'll see how John Morant exactly did. But click that like button, too. Make sure you drop your best bet down in the comments down below. Shout out to all our COS All-Stars out there. Thank you guys all for supporting the channel. We really can't do it without you guys. So if you want to support us, click that join button on the channel. The link in the description or the link in the pinned comment. Our newest All-Stars. We have W&S Investments, Mario, Will, and Lane. Thank you guys all so, so much for supporting the channel. Now, like I said, we'll be recapping. The next couple videos are going to be a little bit scuffed. I won't lie to you guys. Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday. We're still on the road, but we will be back in the normal place on Thursday. So buckle on in. We're going to keep getting after it. Shout out to Prize Picks for sponsoring us. And now we have a 100% deposit match using code COS. So you go down below, use code COS, sign up for Prize Picks or the link in the description. You basically deposit $100 using that code and you get a free $100 to bet on some player pop parlays. Definitely do it. Definitely make sure you're doing it. Um, we also have to remind you about the MLB daily videos. We're on an eight straight profitable day winning streak. We're doing really great. So definitely go check that out. Um, last but not least, Let's really get into it. Let's start talking about these plays, and we're going to get into it. I'll recap everything kind of after it and show you all the pops up, pop up slides and all that, but we can't do that today. We're in a little bit of time crunch, but the videos will go on. Let's go to the first game. We're going Heat versus Sixers. Going James Harden, taking us under 25 and a half points, minus 109 on Barstool. Now, the only reason I don't love this play, and I, I do think it, and we'll, talk, we'll obviously make it an official, and I'll talk about a couple different reasons why we love it. It's because it's going to be a very popular underplay. A lot of people are going to be on this under, whether it's James Harden's under in points or PRAs or maybe his under in fantasy score. I've seen a lot of people on it. That's the only reason I don't love it. But there's a lot of reasons to go on why we should love this bet tonight because we're talking about it. The Heat are taking on the Sixers team. And now you can talk about Joel Embiid being out. We'll talk about that in a second. But we look at the Heat. They're a very good defensive team. We saw what they did to Trey Young last game. And I'm not comparing Trey Young and James Harden, but I don't necessarily think they'll be throwing the doubles and triple teams they threw at Trey Young that they will do James Harden. But still, they held Trey Young to eight, 25, 24, nine, and 11 points. They obviously know James Harden, the best offensive player. Arguably, I think Tyrese Maxey might average more points than him, at least in the first round of the playoffs. But still, James Harden, he's got the star recognition. You know the Heat are going to come out and try to clamp him up. Now, with the Sixers, Harden, he's played in 14 away games. Obviously, they're on the road in Miami on Monday night. And in those games, he averaged 21.1 points per game, shooting 38.9% from the field. Not great shooting splits. Now, obviously, the reason this line is so high at 25 and a half, well, Joel Embiid's out. And I believe he was just announced out for game two. Wish he was active because honestly, that no one wants to see the series without both full, fully healthy teams. Kyle Lowry also out for the Miami Heat, among other bunch of other players on the Heat's injury report. I imagine Jimmy Butler and everyone else is active besides Kyle Lowry. Now, obviously, Joel Embiid does shoot a lot. There's the reason he's you know going to go down as a second, probably second place for MVP race, and his his field goal attempts got to go somewhere. But I don't see them all going to Harden. I see Harden becoming even more of a facilitator today. So maybe his assists, maybe if you want to look at that, even though the Heat are a tough team to get assists against, but Harden's going to absorb some of those field goal attempts from uh, Joel Embiid. But it's not going to be 100 him. They'll be dispersed to guys like Tobias Harris. We saw Tyrese Maxey's line up to 21 or 22 and a half points. So there's a reason those guys' lines are higher than normal because Joel Embiid's shots got to go somewhere. And whoever they fill in Joel Embiid with, whether it's DeAndre Jordan or Paul Millsap, 
Obviously, they're not going to shoot the 17 to 25 times that Joel Embiid had been shooting. So look at Tyrese Maxey. Should continue to play well in this series. He actually had pretty good splits against the Miami Heat this season. So maybe we see them kind of switch and guard him pretty tough defensively. We still look at Harden's last three games versus the Miami Heat. 12, 20, and 14 points. Obviously, going under in all three of those games. So I'm getting close to this line. Now we think about 25 and a half point line. It's tough to hit that line. And one, a very slow-paced game against the Miami Heat are going to be playing tough defense and also going to be with a one of the bottom teams in pace. Sixers also down there at the bottom. And two, this game is going to have a very low over-under. I didn't, I forgot to check the official number. I had to project it probably in the 200s, low, low 200 in the 8 or 9, maybe 213 at the highest. Now in his last 15 playoff games, Harden that is, he's averaged 19.9 points per game, staying under this line in 13 of 15 games. Now look, I really like it today. I think this is my one play in this Heat Sixers game. I don't want to force a lot. We'll talk about another one, a couple one or two at the end of the video. So definitely stick around. So James Harden, we're taking his under 20 Five and a half points is my first official play. I played at 24 and a half, and that's what the line goes down to. I don't mind his PRA line, but we could see James Harden with like a 22 point, 10 rebound, 10 assist kind of game. That might jeopardize that uh, PRA line. So taking James Harden, just taking the points. That's all I want to mess with today. But let's move on to my second play of the day. We're going to the second game, Mavericks versus Suns. And I have to remind people, this is game one, so don't force a lot into these games. We obviously are still kind of working out to see what the game plans of these teams are going to be. It's the NBA playoffs. There are going to be different game plans from the regular season. You can bet money on that. Let's go with this guy, Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm taking this under 12 and a half points, minus 105 on Caesars. Now, I saw one book had this at 11 and a half. I think that was points bet, but I think the standard line should be 12 and a half. Now, Dorian Finney-Smith, honestly, I think is a great player. He got paid in this during the regular season. He's a great player, and he's going to be asked to handle a big role this, this uh, series. But like he did last series, he was guarding Donovan Mitchell, the main guy guarding him. And, you know, he kind of held, held Donovan. Donovan was pretty bad the past couple, last couple games of that series, really making him shoot inefficiently from the field. This series, I don't really know. This is why I'm saying game ones. You just never know what the game plans are going to be. I imagine he's guarding Devin Booker or Chris Paul. We saw in the regular season Devin Booker guarding Luka Doncic. So I don't really know exactly what's going to go down with the defensive matchups in this one. But still, you're going to see DFS on their best matchup. And that's probably going to be Devin Booker or maybe Chris Paul when one of them is out of the game. I don't see them putting DFS, their best defender, on a guy like Jay Crowder. That's just not going to happen. Now we look at DFS. We're abbreviating Dorian and Finney Smith to DFS. I'm not typing out his whole name again. But Dorian Finney Smith against Utah, 14, 9, 14, 11, 13, and 18 points. He did hit the over in four of those six games. So bravo to him. But when we think about the Jazz defensive team, what do they, or what defensive scheme, what do they do? They let a lot of people shoot a ton of threes. There's a reason they were, they weren't at the bottom of the league in terms of three pointers allowed, but they were in the middle of the pack. And they're a team that's got Rudy Gobert handling the paint, basically drive the paint and you kick it out. And you're knocking down threes. Hence why Dorian Finney-Smith hit his over a good amount. He was just camping out in the corner with Maxi Kleber. They were holding hands, launching threes. And that's why they won that series. But you look at the Suns team. That's not what they do. They don't guard. They have DeAndre in a much more active and, you know, mobile center than a guy like Rudy Gobert. And he can get out and contest those shots. They're not playing that drop coverage that we had been seeing from that Jazz team the whole series. So you saw that the Suns gave up the third fewest three-pointers per game this season. We'll look at it against the Pelicans. They only gave up 9.3 threes per game. And then that Pelican shot 35.4% from the three-point line. If you want to think about 9.3 points, uh, three-pointers made per game, the league, the lowest on the year was 10.7 three-pointers made per game. I believe that actually was the Dallas Mavericks allowing that many threes. So obviously 9.3, very low number. Now, DFS. Where does he get the majority of his points? Like we talked about from the three-point line. This is the guy that made three plus threes in four of six games against Utah, two plus threes in all six of those games. So I know a lot of people might be putting them at him, two plus threes as the SGP like. I'm hoping he doesn't even get two threes today. He's going to score majority of his points. I didn't get, calculate the exact numbers like, oh, he gets 60% of his points from the three-point line. 
He's not Sadiq Bay, but still, a lot of those points, Sadiq Bay, what a what a shout out. Which he hasn't been playing basketball for almost a month. All right, sorry, Pistons just caught a stray. They didn't deserve that. Either way, DFS, majority of his points coming from the three-point line. Now, the Suns, like I said, they're not a team that's going to give up a lot of open space. They're not a team that's going to give up a lot of open threes like the Jazz did. At least I don't expect that to happen. And DFS is three games versus Phoenix this year. Five, 12, and nine points. Staying under easily in two of those. Staying under at all three of them. He's also under this line in 10 straight games versus Phoenix. Now, I do want to acknowledge the games he's played against Phoenix in the past, still playing in the 30-ish minutes, but he was easily playable over 40 minutes a day, unless he gets into foul trouble, which obviously if you're guarding Devin Booker, Chris Paul, those guys do all the rip-through moves. Foul trouble could be an issue here, but don't expect that. We're not banking on foul trouble for DFS to go under, but still he's gone under in 10 straight. He's going to play more minutes than he had, but he failed to break double digits, 10 plus points in eight of those games. So even though he might be playing a little bit more minutes, still wasn't shooting and, play and scoring a lot of points in those ones. Now we look at he's under 12 of 19 career playoff games. And so I really like this under today, 12 and a half points. Look, I love DFS. I think he's a very good player. I think he's, like I said, he's a very good, talented, elite defender. But they're going to need all that defense that they can handle against a very good Phoenix Suns offense. So like Dorian Finney-Smith, under 12 and a half points. My other play at the bottom of the screen, James Harden, under 25 and a half points. Now let's talk about a couple leans, put them all up on the screen, and then we'll get on out of here. Now, obviously, I was looking at DeAndre Ayton rebounds prop. Very popular one today, just like James Harden. I don't know what to do with DeAndre Ayton's rebound prop. Now, on one hand, he's crushed it and crushed it in every single regular season matchup this season. On the other hand, normally in the past, last year in the playoffs, I would see those, see a guy that's crushed the line in every single game. And he never got close in the playoffs. Just look at D'Angelo Russell in the first round. Didn't even get close to his over. So while they can't necessarily control point scoring as they can, you know, rebound scoring or rebound tallies or whatever, I'm a little bit skeptical of DeAndre and never trust him with my money. Bam out of bio. I like his points under. Like if Jimmy Butler's playing, I don't see him getting a lot of field goal attempts. I know it's a better matchup for Bam out of bio, but look, I've seen way too many games where Bam out of bio has a cupcake of a matchup and he refuses to shoot the ball or score or do whatever. So I don't really love betting on Bam out of bio. I saw him as a popular play of people taking us over. A little bit skeptical for him. And then Tobias Harris over seven and a half rebounds. These are just lanes and not making them official plays. But look, uh, Tobias Harris, I love it. Love the over seven and a half rebounds just because Joel Embiid's out. But I was looking at his numbers, man. He's finished on eight rebounds exactly on, on the dot and three straight games versus the Miami Heat. So a little bit skeptical. It's the playoffs. You never really know. I do think he'll have a lot more opportunities. I'd be skeptical to see who they start at that center position. We saw them start Paul Millsap a couple times. Wouldn't be surprised. Maybe they get some DeAndre Jordan out there. So I imagine we see a lot of Paul Millsap today, though. So that's my best bet. But those are my two best bets. We got, obviously, James Harden under 25 and a half points. Dorian Finney-Smith under 12 and a half points. Those are my two plays of the day. We'll recap. Sorry about the different uh, different kind of video uh, where you're, you're kind of cooking with. We're full up in the suit. We're about to head off to the wedding that we are at today. But I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. This has been Austin, and I will catch you guys again in the next one. We'll be back again, I don't know, maybe maybe Monday night for the rest of the plays. We'll see. But I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. Calling Our Shot Army continues to be strong. Let's go to 33,000 subscribers. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.